أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن سيدنا محمد عبد الله ورسوله اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وعلمنا ما ينفعنا وزدنا من فضلك علما وتعليما ربنا لا تزكلونا بعد إذ هديتنا وهبلنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب رب إشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه يجمعين أما بعد My dear most respected brothers and sisters Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh May the peace and blessings of God Almighty be with each and every one of you. We continue with our series of special programs on Miraj Nabi, the ascension of the Prophet ﷺ to the heavens, his meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and his return to Mecca all in the same night or portion of the night, physically in a bodily journey, in a state of wakefulness, this amazing miracle that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with. In our last program, we talked about the beginning of the event uh, when the angel came to him. Ibn Sa'd in his uh, narrative and Ibn Hisham quoting Ashami as well, states that Jibril alayhi salam came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the other angel, Mikail alayhi salam, was with him. They took the Prophet alayhi salam to the Kaaba, to Al-Hatim. And other narrations mentioned that a third angel was with them. Jibril alayhi salam took the, the Prophet alayhi salam and uh, put him to lie down on his back. And this physical operation took place, uh, splitting of the chest, uh, removing of... Uh, the heart and, and the washing with the water of Zamzam and then filling the heart of the Prophet alayhi salatu in his chest with uh, mercy, with wisdom, with hilm, forbearance uh, and uh, to prepare the Prophet alayhi salatu Ashami in his version of the Isran Miraj also mentions that uh, the, the chest of the Prophet which was split for this operation, was then uh, sealed back again. And then the top of the, the shoulder of the Prophet والسلام, uh, was sealed there with the seal of prophethood. That uh, part on the shoulder of the Prophet والسلام, in the back that had the seal of prophet, prophethood written, La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah. <coughs> and in some narratives, Muhammadur Rasulullah. They then uh, brought a burak. This burak is a special creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the hadith it's mentioned that it was beautiful, uh, of shining color, um, and it resembled, or it was larger than a donkey, uh, but smaller than a mule in terms of its size. 
The burak is the animal that the prophets of Allah used for, their trans for traveling large distances. And so on this night of Isra and Miraj, this burak was brought by the angel Jibreel and the angel Mikail. Uh, Jibreel held the stirrup and Mikail held the reins. They told the Prophet to mount the burak. The burak shaked uh, in or moved slightly away when the Prophet attempted to mount him. And then Jibreel said, Aren't you ashamed to do this? No one is closer to Allah than this person who is mounting you now. In the hadith it's mentioned that the Burak uh, felt ashamed at what he had done. And then it stood very still and the Prophet mounted the Burak. The Prophet says that this Burak which was of clear white color, medium in size, was so quick in movement that each step it took would take it to the farthest limits of the horizon, as far as the eyes could see. In one step, it would travel that distance. So quick it could move. Then they traveled with the Prophet on the Burak, led by Jibreel and accompanied by Mikail, the two prophets. They traveled and then they reached a place and Jibreel told the Burak to stop. And then he told the Prophet to get off and to pray to Rakat there. The Prophet did so. And then he remounted. Jibreel asked him, do you know where this place is or which, which, which place this is? And then he told him, you prayed in Taiba. This is the first stop of the Prophet You prayed in Taiba a land of pastures, and the migration will take place here. Jibreel telling the Prophet of the migration uh, to Taiba. And Taiba is the name for Medina, even up to this day, uh, in the beautiful lines of poetry, in the Qasaid that is recited by the Muslims, Ya Taiba, re addressing Medina, the beautiful land of the Prophet, or the beautiful city of the Prophet So the Prophet, on this night of Isra and Miraj, as he was traveling to Jerusalem, he made several stops. The first one was at Taiba, and he prayed there. He continued on his journey in this lightning flight with the Burak. They reached another place and Jibreel told the Burak to stop. Asked the Prophet to get off and to pray two rakat. He did so and then he remounted the Burak. And then Jibreel said, You have prayed at Madian, at the tree of Musa. And Madian is on the outskirts of Tabuk, on the shores of the Red Sea. And this tree of Musa is the place where Sayyidina Musa salam, stopped when uh, he was running away from Fir'aun and he left Egypt 
uh, and he went uh, to this place and he stopped there to rest under this tree. This is the same place that the Prophet ﷺ stopped and prayed. Then he remounted the Burak and they continued in this lightning flight. And then they reached another place and Jibreel uh, told the Burak to stop and uh, asked the Prophet ﷺ to to descend and to perform two rakat of salah, which the Prophet ﷺ did. And then after he remounted, Jibreel ﷺ told him that you have prayed at the mountains of Sina, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke to Musa ﷺ. Spoke to Musa ﷺ at Sina to give him the commandments um, and th- it is as a result of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaking to Musa alayhi salam at this particular place where the Prophet prayed that Musa alayhi salam earned the title of Kalimullah, the one that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke to. Then he reached <coughs> a land where the palaces of Asham became visible to him. Jibril alayhi salam told him, uh, alight and pray, come off from the Burak and pray. He did so. And Jibreel asked him, where you've prayed? And he said, and then he told him, Jibreel told the Prophet you have prayed in Bethlehem or Bethlehem, where Isa ibn Maryam was born. And so the Prophet continued on his journey towards Jerusalem. As he mounted the Burak and he continued to travel again, he saw a devil from the jinn who was trying to get near to him, holding a firebrand. And everywhere the Prophet ﷺ turned, he could see this devil from among the jinn. Jibreel ﷺ said, I'll teach you some words to say that will destroy him and his firebrand. And then Jibreel ﷺ told him to say, A'udhu bil wajhillahi al-kareem. وَبِكَلِمَاتِ اللَّهِ التَّامَاتِ الَّتِي لَا يُجَوِّزُهُنَّ بَرٌ وَلَا فَاجِرٌ مِنْ شَرِّ مَا يَنْزِلُ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ وَمِنْ شَرِّ مَا يَعْرُجُ فِيهَا وَمِنْ شَرِّ مَا ذَرَأَ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَمِنْ شَرِّ مَا يَخْرُجُ مِنْهَا وَمِنْ فِتَنِ اللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ وَمِنْ تَوَارِكَ اللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ إِلَّا تَارِكٍ يَتْرُكُ بِخَيْرٍ يَا رَحْمَانٍ I seek refuge in the blessed face of Allah and in the perfect words of Allah which neither the righteous nor the disobedient overstep from evil that descends from the heaven an evil that ascends to it, an evil that is created in the earth, and the trials of night and day, and the visitors of night and day, except the visitor that brings goodness upon us. O most merciful one, Amin. The Prophet ﷺ repeated these words. And then he said, the devil fell dead on his face and his firebrand was extinguished. 
And the words of this dua, incidentally, are contained in uh, my book on this entire series on this topic called Miraj Nabi, uh, which you can uh, obtain through visiting our website uh, www.islamicforumonline.com or uh, sheikhfaisal.com and you will get details of how to obtain this book and all the details of this entire series are contained in, in that text and we would recommend that each one of you should get a copy of this book so you can refer to it and recite it to your children, to your families, to your spouses, uh, to members of your masjid in your jamaat as you gather together uh, with other Muslims and so on and to memorize the words of this special dua or at least to be able to recite it properly and to do so to seek protection in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from uh, shaitan and from the agents of shaitan. The Prophet alayhi salatu continued on this journey to Jerusalem and he saw many of the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For that was one of the main purposes of the Isra and Miraj. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals in the Quran, Subhanallah the Asra bi Abdihi Laylan Minal Masjidil Harami Ilal Masjidil Akusal Ladi Barakna Haulahu Linuriahu min Ayatina Inahuhu was Samil Basir. Glory be to Allah who took his slave from the sacred mosque, sacred masjid, Masjid al Haram in Mecca to the farthest mosque, Masjid al Aqsa in Jerusalem whose precincts and surroundings we did blessed, so that we can show him of our signs. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose this journey of Isra and Miraj to show the Prophet alayhi salatu of the great signs that the Prophet alayhi salatu would now be able to have a vision for the future, knowing well of many of the things that happened. And this Isra and Miraj blessed the Prophet ﷺ with great blessings, that he was able to, to foretell events uh, which would happen after this Isra and Miraj. Many things, many are the prophecies of Rasulullah ﷺ after this Isra and Miraj, things that he knew, things that he foretold that would happen in the future because he saw all of these things in the Isra and Miraj. For example, uh, when he, the first stop he made at Taiba, uh, and then Jibreel ﷺ told him this would be the land of migration. So the Prophet ﷺ knew of the migration long before it happened. He knew of the place that he would be migrating to long before uh, the, the Muslims knew about this or he told the Muslims about this. And so every other uh, detail of whatever happened, uh, the, the, the signs were shown to him, were given to him. And of what would happen uh, even after his time with his followers, with his ummah, until the day of judgment. And what would happen on the day of judgment as he returned to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he is there with his followers to protect them and to intercede on their behalf. So the Prophet alayhi then arrived in, in Jerusalem. There, there are several other events that took place, several other signs that he saw. In, in our future programs, we will discuss some of them in, in greater detail, inshallah. The Prophet alayhi went to, or, or arrived in Jerusalem. Jibril alayhi tied the burak to the temple of Jerusalem. And then the Prophet Ali, his ordered ring of that temple. 
And then the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam did uh, some specific and important actions uh, with the other prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the angels of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought the prophets of Allah, all of them, to be there at Masjid al-Aqsa when the Prophet alayhi salatu arrived in Jerusalem at Masjid al-Aqsa. And then several conversations took place between the Prophet alayhi salatu and the other prophets. They praised Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibrahim alayhi salam praised Allah for the bounties and blessings and unique favors that he had received. And so the, the, the other great prophets of Allah uh, praised them. And then finally, after the, the, the Ulul Azm min Rusul, the great prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and messengers of Allah did so, all the other prophets praised Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in words that they chose to, to praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with. And finally, the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam praised Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in magnificent ways. And then after he finished, Ibrahim alayhi, Ibrahim alayhi salam, Sayyidina Ibrahim said, the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam has exceeded all of us, has been better than all of us, is superior to all of us in his praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then the prophets were gathered and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused the angels, all of them to be gathered there as well. They lined up in rows and then Jibreel alayhi salam took hold of the hand of the Prophet and, and uh, guided him forward uh, to be in front of all of them, to, to be their imam or leader. And the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam prayed uh, salah, leading all the other prophets and messengers of Allah and the angels of Allah in this two rakat of prayer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is a significant event because it signified the transferring of religious leadership to the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam. He was now Sayyid al-Mursaleen and Imam al-Muttaqeen. He was now the master and leader of all the messengers of Allah, of all the prophets of Allah. And he was the imam. He was the leader of all the believers in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now. From the beginning of creation to the end of creation. This is the amazing significance of the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam leading the other prophets in prayer and leading the angels in prayer. All of them followed him and followed his, his leadership, followed his imamate. He was their imam. He was their leader. This is now established by this particular, particular event in the Isra and Miraj. The Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam, Sayyid al-Mursaleen, the leader of all the messengers and prophets of Allah. Imam al-Muttaqeen, the leader of all the God-fearing servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all the believers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is his status, that is his position, that is his importance. By extension now, also, those who follow him also receive this great honor. The ummah of the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam, those who follow the example and the teaching and the sunnah of the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam, they became the leading ummah, the leader of all the ummahs now. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declares that in the Quran by his very revelation. Kuntum khayra ummatin ukhrijat linas. You are the best of ummah. You are the best of nation. Raised up for the guidance of humanity. So the ummah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the, leading, the leader of the ummahs. Is the best of the ummah. But this is not because only of a title that we have to say that we are the followers and the messenger, we are the followers or the members of the ummah of the Prophet ﷺ. There has to be some qualifications. The claim alone is not enough, and this is important for us to understand. كُنْتُمْ خَيْرَ أُمَّةٍ أُخْرِجَتْ لِلنَّاسِ تَأْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَتَنْهَوْنَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ وَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ This claim must be followed up with concrete actions. To, to say that we are the best is not enough. Of course, it's a great honor to be a Muslim. It's a great blessing to be from the Ummah of Rasulullah But that alone is not enough and that alone would not lead to our success. We must believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with a sincere, true belief. We must practice our belief in our lives. We must enjoin righteousness. This is extremely important. This is the reason d'etre of the Muslim ummah. This is the pillar for the existence of the ummah. The ummah exists for this purpose and because of this purpose. And the moment we leave off this purpose, we no longer constitute an ummah as it ought to be. The, the enjoyment of righteousness and the forbidding of wrong. To enjoin righteousness, to forbid wrong. This is what we need to do. And it starts with ourselves. To enjoin righteousness on ourselves. To forbid wrong on ourselves. To ensure that we do what is right and stay away from what is wrong as individuals. And then to, in an ever-widening circle, to reach out to others, to our, our, blood, our family members, our blood relatives, to our friends, to those who are close to us, and then to other members of our Muslim community, and then to the wider society at large, to promote goodness, to enjoin righteous conduct for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And to forbid indecency, to forbid evil, to forbid wrong. This is the reason detra, the reason to be for the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So he was the leader of the prophets and messengers and of all the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Isra and Miraj established this point by this practical demonstration. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to show everyone. This and he started with his prophets and messengers, the best, the cream of the crop of his creation. So they would knew this, and of course they foretold this, the coming of this prophet sallallahu uh, alaihi the the final messenger of Allah subhanahu wa taala to their followers. But here it is, they are there praying behind him, following his leadership, and he excels them, as Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salam says, in his praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As he excels them in all aspects of life. Musa alayhi salam was a kalim Allah, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke to him on this earth. But Rasulullah was spoken to by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the heavens, in front of the harsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, and so it is with all the other qualities of the prophets and messengers, the Prophet 
surpassed them. He was the very best of the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so the, the stop at Jerusalem is significant in this event or the unfolding of the events of the Isra and Miraj. Because Jerusalem has great significance for us as Muslims. This place that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed. As he tells us in the Quran, the place of uh, many of the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, many of the great prophets of Allah walked on, on that earth, on that ground, and that, in that noble city of Al-Aqsa, Jerusalem. Uh, the Jerusalem, the first Qibla of the Prophet sallallahu the first Qibla of the Muslims. So it has great significance for us, and with that we will continue in our next segment on this series of Isra and Miraj. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us to love the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam and to follow his example and to follow in the footsteps. Akulu kawli hadha wa astaghfirullaha lihi wa lakum wa lisairil muslimin fa astaghfiruhu innahu huwa al-ghafur rahim wa sallallahu ala sayyidina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in wa salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.